Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a coach's wife boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured, you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. This episode was brought to you by the Fly Fox Apparel. Fly Fox Apparel is an online t-shirt and accessory shop dedicated to serving coaches' wives with one-of-a-kind designs created just for them. No matter your sport, there's something there that's sure to make you say, oh, this is so me. Best part? Right now, the Coach's Wife podcast listeners get to save 10% by entering code CWPODCAST. That's CW for Coach's Wife. P-O-D-C-A-S-T for 10% off your next purchase. Check it out for yourself at theflyfoxapparel.com. Welcome back to the Coach's Wife podcast. I'm so glad you guys have been tuning in and subscribing and leaving your kind reviews. You all are just so stinking awesome. This is exactly why I said I wanted to make this podcast because you guys were so fantastic and you just deserve the best. So, Here I am just trying my best to give you a little morsel of something that makes you smile and encourages you. Um, I wanted to tell you guys how the format of the show is kind of going to go from here on out. So every Tuesday, we'll release a new episode. Um, You can expect the episodes to be anywhere from 15 to 40 minutes long, just depending on the content. Um, But that'll be every Tuesday. And if you subscribe, you'll get a notification every time a new episode is posted. I also am going to try to do a little game day pep talk on the weekends. Um, These are kind of inspired by my husband. My husband, Brett, is the most like mild-mannered, kind gentleman on the planet. But watch him give a pregame pep talk and you're going to be blown out of the water. He gets fired up. So this is just my way of giving you guys um, a little, you know, game day pep talk to remind you that you're awesome and you've got what it takes to rock this coach's wife life. So I'm going to start with a little story. A couple weeks before Brett and I got married, we were having a long talk about our friendships. Um, Brett and I both had a lot of friendships with people of the opposite sex. And yeah, I mean, I had a group of guy friends that I was super close with. He had a group of girlfriends that he was close with. And we were just talking one night about those friendships. And I just brought up the fact that it was going to be different just spending less time with them now that we're getting married and, um, you know, just having those conversations. And Brett was a little caught off guard. And he just kind of said, you know, what, what, what do you mean? And so I just said, you know, like, since we're getting married, it's just not appropriate for either of us to be spending time alone with people of the opposite sex anymore. And basically, Brett had no idea where I was coming from. And I had no idea that he couldn't see my point. Like, I didn't know that he didn't feel the same way. See, I had been around couples who had had affairs um, and Brett hadn't. And I just had noticed the one thing that all these couples had in common was they had spent time alone with that other person Hear me out. I'm not at all saying that we can't practice self-control and have friendships with the opposite gender. Um, This was just a conviction of mine, and I I guess I just assumed he felt the same way. 
Long story short, we talked about it. And at the end of the night, we agreed um, that we would only be spending time with those friends in groups or as a couple. Now, the point of this story is not at all that this is what all married couples should do. Even though I do think it's not a bad rule of thumb. But regardless, I want you to see this from Brett's perspective. Y'all, he didn't agree with me. He did not share my experiences watching couples split over unfaithfulness. He didn't understand where I was coming from. And truthfully, he thought I was just being a little ridiculous. He didn't think it was totally necessary. But he listened to me. He heard my heart and my concerns, and instead of making snap judgments, just calling me, you know, jealous or um, unreasonable, he made the decision to do what made me feel the most loved and safe. So, y'all, let's talk about what's going on in the news with racial inequality. People of color from all walks of life are standing up and saying they feel unloved and unsafe. Now, I'm a white woman in the Midwest. I can't pretend I get it. I I can hear their stories. I can um, listen and I can watch the news. But the truth is, y'all, like, I'm just not going to be able to totally understand where they're coming from because I haven't walked in their shoes. I haven't had the same experiences in life that they've had. But I recognize that as humans, the loving thing to do isn't to make it our job to tell them whether or not we agree with them. It's not our job to tell them whether or not we think they're right or being reasonable. Um, It's just, it's not our place. It's our job as kind human beings to listen. Just like Brett listened to me. You see, because like, because he loved me so well, he didn't sit there and just accuse me of not trusting him or acting all jealous. Like he didn't get all defensive. He loved me well. And because of that, he saw that there were wounds I had experienced that brought me to this place. It brought me to this conclusion. Because he loved me well, he did the loving thing by listening to me and respecting my concerns. And now he would tell you that he can't believe it was ever even a discussion. And he's so glad that boundary is in place in our marriage. But it took him stopping and listening to me first. My point is, Many of us are white people who just aren't going to understand where our friends of color are coming from. We aren't going to have or have the opportunity to walk in their place and to understand exactly what they've experienced. We're not going to totally understand their hurt and their outrage, but we can choose today to make them feel loved and safe. We can make choices today that make them feel understood and validated, even when we don't totally understand. I recognize that today, the best thing that I can do is listen to my friends of color. Then I can remind them of their worth. I can tell them I'm sorry they've ever been made to feel that way and that they've been misunderstood. I can apologize if they've ever, if I've ever unintentionally made them feel that way. And I can assure them that just like my husband did for me, that I will do my part in making them feel safer and loved. As coaching families, many of us have athletes who have felt the backlash of racism. We are in a position, no matter our color, to take bold stands for them. We get to talk with them all the time about who they are and how precious and loved they are. We get to treat them the way they deserve to be treated. Let's not grow weary, y'all. Let's not grow weary in taking every opportunity to pour into the lives of every player, yes, but especially our minority players, who may feel out of place right now. 
Let's focus on building them up and teaching by words and example other white people how to love well. Even when we don't get it, we can listen. That's all for today's pregame pep talk. I hope you guys like what you heard. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show and rate and leave your review. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at the Coach's Wife Podcast to stay up to date on latest shows and guests. Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on.